This is my record. Yo, 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 it's your boy Dill College. I'm here sharing my record with you. There's times where you hear a song and it just punches you in the gut. It's like, a, you know, Mike Tyson in his prime in the, in the first round. It's like, you have no idea what's just happened, but you're now on the floor just at the mercy of this wonderful, wonderful audio coming into your ears and it just sets you alight. And I heard One Way Trigger by The Strokes. It just felt like the best and worst thing I'd ever heard at the same time. I felt like it was filled with like angst and and sadness. And uh, it was just so powerful. But I just felt like some deeper connection to that song and deeper connection to the whole album. I'd never heard anything off. Was really like, whoa, hang on here. There's somebody to take notes of. I went to New York in 2018. It was the first time I'd ever been to America. I was going to record in Electric Lady Studios with a really big name producer and it was just crazy. I'd gone from this small town serving pints in a bar to being in the biggest studio in the world with some of the biggest artists and producers. And it was a trip and I was scared to death. And before I even got to the studio, I was looking for American pancakes. I was like, maybe I have one day before I begin the studio and things get intense. So I'm going to try and do the things I need to do before the studio session starts. So I said to my manager, I said, where are the best American pancakes? So we Googled that. And so we went there. And I had my pancakes and it was absolutely phenomenal. And I really got this sense, you know, while eating these pancakes and while walking around New York, I'm a massive Strokes fan. And I felt as though I was walking along the same streets that the Strokes had walked along when they'd written these songs. And it started to really hit me and really connect. I felt like I was engulfed in this art of being in this place, the reality of being in this place. And I just imagined what New York was like at that time and, you know, how people walked around and what gave them the inspiration to write those songs. And maybe they were sat in the same diner when they da da da. And I just really had this romantic an artistic relation to a place because if you've never been to New York before you know you're not American or you're from the UK at least New York is the movies it looks like every movie you've ever seen and it's daunting it's shocking but it's beautiful it's like it's almost like an alternative reality I was there to make music I was going to leave my mark on New York there was no way I was coming back without giving it my all and really taking in all this amazing inspiration and using it and my manager said don't freak out but the guy from The Strokes is walking in behind you. And I said, <laughs> good one. And he said, no, I'm serious. One of the members of The Strokes is walking in behind you. Don't freak out. And I said, which one? And he was like, I don't know. Maybe the lead singer. And I was like, Julian Casablancas. <laughs> and I was freaking out. And sure enough, Julian Casablancas, with his wife and his two children, walk past us and sit down three tables in front and a waitress comes over to serve them. And I cannot describe how crazy this was. Your first time being in New York, having these strong visual artistic references of the strokes and down sits Julian Casablancas. I was literally on the verge of having some health scare I believe but you know I sat there and I was like what should I do you know this guy's a hero to me I want to be able to do something without coming across as one of those crazy fan types you know and my manager said well he's having lunch you know you could offer to get his lunch and I said what a great idea 
So I got off and I walked over it. My throat was like a, it was like I was swallowing golf balls. And I got to where, you know, he was cool as ever, you know, just like he is in on the movies and, you know, the TV. Um, and I said, hello, you don't know me. I just wanted to say I'm a massive fan of the music. I know you have a family. I'm sorry. And I would just like to offer to buy you guys lunch to say thank you for the music. And he said, I'm sorry, but that won't be necessary. And I said, that's totally fine, man. Thank you very much. Yeah, enjoy your day. And I kind of left it at that. And we finished our food. And we were about 10 feet from the door. And I heard this, hey, man. And I turned around. And Julian Casablancas is following us out. And he's like, I'm, I'm sorry about that back there. You just caught me off guard. I absolutely love your style. You seem like the coolest brother. Enjoy New York. And I remember just already thinking, like, if I go in the studio for the next week in Electric Lady and if I happen to piss every person off in that studio if I happen to blow a water main if I happen to get caught on the toilet and somebody walks in this is the best trip of my entire life already and it hasn't even started and I just that was a phenomenal moment in my life and I'll never forget it if you ever had a moment where you have never been so grateful in your entire life for the fact that music exists, like an unbelievable gift that no doctor, no amount of money, no amount of anything can ever touch this spot or fill this hole that music fills. And if you've had a moment like that in your life at any particular point, you need to listen to this song as we speak i've kind of got parts of elements of my studio in the in the laundry room here and this is my base of operations in lockdown there's a freezer back here that keeps making all kinds of funky noises in the in the night and i keep playing with with effects thinking i've got really cool sounds and it's really just this freezer behind me uh so it's like um scream it loud Hey, Dylan Cartledge, thanks for sharing your story for my record. Is there anything else you'd like to tell us about? Yeah, the, the album itself, I believe it's probably going to be next year in which where, you know, we'll hope to have a similar kind of uh, footsteps or just a, a little bit more storytelling, a little bit more revealing who I am, what I'm about. Thanks, Dylan. You can visit DylanCartledge.com to learn more. If you enjoyed this week's My Record, join us next time when Ritzy Bryan from The Joy Formidable tells us about a year-long trip she took without ever leaving home. To make sure you don't miss my record, subscribe to the My Record podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts, and tell your music-loving friends about us. Check out photos of our guests, and please connect with us and other My Record listeners on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Just search for My Record. That's one word. If you have a great story that involves music or know someone who does, tell us about it. You can email us at myrecord at popcultworldwide.com. Maybe we'll even put you on the show. My Record is produced by PopCult. Executive producers Dennis Shire and Lars Murray. Our editor-engineer is Willie Samuels, and our co-producer is Jim Hankey. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.